Welcome to the Small But Mighty Podcast, where we dive into the world of connection. Welcome back. It's been a motherfucking week, y'all. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just going to sit call it like it is. When did I come back in and re- record? When we did we record last week? Tuesday? Mm-hmm. Yep, Tuesday. Hmm. So Friday, and then Monday, and then we met on... No. Yeah, so anyway, sorry, I'm just thinking of my schedule of when things popped off. So um, how was your week? Because my week was not it from the last time. (laughs) It was not it. And today it's just going to be a bonus day because over the weekend, um, I was late putting up and posting the podcast from last week because... I was busy. I had um, put my dog down, Medgar Kennedy. Medgar had to um, go meet the rest of our dog family across the Rainbow Bridge. And um, man, I haven't had the opportunity to really mourn him, uh, mainly because I've been trying to keep myself busy, so I don't necessarily mourn him, but I feel like it's gonna like, like, pop up on me out of nowhere (laughs) at like the worst time ever. I actually expected it to happen on Saturday night, but I kept myself pretty busy (laughs) once I got off work. Um, But man, 14 years. And when you talk about an emotional stress dog, like emotional support dog, (laughs) he was my emotional stress dog. He, whenever I was emotionally stressed, he would know it before me. He was like the epitome. He was a, let me just tell you what he looked like. He was a black lab, supposedly Cocker Spaniel mix. And for the longest time, I didn't believe it. But as he got older and older, in the face he got, he started to look more and more like a Cocker Spaniel, like a Cocker Spaniel. So I believed it. But he is the sweetest, kindest, most loving dog. I, outside of my childhood dog, Frederick, that I've ever no, he was so docile. He never bit any, like he never would like bite at anybody. You could roll all over him. And I mean, he was just amazing. And I miss him. I miss my baby Frederick. Or no, I miss Frederick too, but that's Megger. Oh my gosh, I miss them both. I felt, I never thought anybody could be better than Frederick. Frederick was my dog from, like I call him my first dog. He was my first dog from home. I, my mom let me pick him out. We weren't supposed to be getting a dog. We just lost our other dog. We are on the way to softball, a softball game. And I, we passed a farm on the way to the game. My mom and I, we passed the farm on the way, either on the way home from, I think it was on the way home from the game. We passed the farm and it said free puppies. So we stopped and we looked and I picked out Frederick and he was really cute. He was really small, really cute. And he was just the best dog ever. He went everywhere with me too. And he went for rides and bye-byes. And I just didn't think when I left for college, my parents wouldn't let me take him. So my mom would always send me pictures of him laying on my bed crying. 
and being depressed because I was gone. And so I never thought I'd find another dog that was like Frederick. But Megger, oh my gosh, Megger was my dog. Everywhere I went, he was right there. He's gone hiking with me. He's gone swimming with me. Like he, anything outdoors. He is just everywhere with me. But the one thing that I miss is the fact that he knows when I'm about to lose it before I actually lose it, like have an anxiety attack. He, I don't know if there's some sort of smell <laughs> or if there's like an energy change that he feels or sees before I ever did, but he'll literally come and if I'm standing, he'll start like messing with my hands and pushing on me to get my attention. And he'll just want me to like love on him more. And that to the point he'll do it until I'm sitting down and then he'll climb up on and like put his sh his arms or on my shoulders to like like in the pressure places where if I mean, there's places like if you hug people when they have anxiety or you hug around their arms, like do the big bear hug for like 20 seconds. It helps like decompress. He would do, like he would actively do that and he'd work his way down my body, pushing his paws on me. And so, like, I feel like I just lost my world. And it sucks. And I haven't had the time to, like, actually think about it. Because, ugh, people suck. I've just been, it's just been issues upon issues upon issues all week to the past two weeks, you know. My son had an issue at school um, to the point where he's been out of school now for almost two weeks. Um, not by their choice, by my choice, um, to the point where I'm debating whether or not I want to sue the school corporation. It's just, it's just difficult. There's just a lot of things on my shoulders, and it's hard to sit there and know that that he could have probably lived at least another week or two until we got out of the, you know, until I could de, until I got through all these stressful events. But he was losing his. He was losing his, his control, and I promised that I would never let him suffer. So it's hard. Like, and then I'm sitting there thinking about it. I was saying this to the vet as we were putting him down. I'm so morbid. How do, how do people choose the time when it's time to let their, like, a loved one go, like a real human being? Sean, any, can hard. you think about that? I had to put saints down. I know that I've never had to put a person down. So. Yeah, like I'm thinking about like when we were going, when my grandpa, um, when my mom's dad was in the hospital and it was time for him to go. And I'm just, he was talking to me. Like, he was clear minded and told, and he told me my mom and my aunt had left the room. And he had told me, he told me to go tell my mom to don't, not to worry about it. It's going to be okay. Like whatever, like him in to tell my, um, to give my aunt, whatever it was they were arguing about that. It'll be all like, it'll be all right or whatever, whatever it was that my, you know, don't argue. And then I went out there to tell them and I was like, you need to go back in there. And then I left to go get my clothes, but I knew he was going to pass away. Like any minute because he he and I had already said goodbye and he was happy but like when when is that time because I struggle you don't want your loved ones to suffer the way you just same way you don't want your your animals to suffer and I I feel guilty for doing it 
when he seemed so happy. We had, I took him to, for his last ride in the morning. We got up, we took him to star, the Starbucks that we always go to in the mornings to say goodbye to the Starbucks crew. And they were so sweet. They gave him a great big old pup cup and they let him sit there and eat it. And they were all so gentle and they all said goodbye. And they're they're sad too. And then our neighbors brought their dogs over to say goodbye. And um, then we had the mobile vet sh um, came and while Megger was outside saying bye to his friends, um, the vet kind of set up and got us all ready and explained what we we're going to do to with um, he explained everything to Gabriel, my oldest son, and Oziah, my youngest one. And we just kind of went through the whole process. And I do want to give a shout out to the mobile pet service we use, the vet service we use. The, he was wonderful. His, I, oh my gosh, he was so caring. He was so caring. Like, I'm just like, I text him. You could, you could set up the appointment via phone, like you could call, you could email, or you could do it via text. And I set it up while I was at work, like via text. Uh, and I mean, I got the notification from, I got the, the, um, the recommendation from my friend, one of his friends had used the service before and I remember him posting about it and I never had, I had never written it. Um, I had never really actually, I never wrote down the phone number, so I didn't have it on me. I'm trying to find the name of the, I wanna make sure I get the name right. I kept switching it back and forth. Uh, where is, okay, here it is. His name is Dr. Paul at Peaceful Pet Farewells. And, um, they offer, I was just like amazed, they offer hospice visits, hospice consultations and visits for your pets. Um, they do in-home euthanasia, and then um, they have aftercare options. And like the options like for the cremation, you can do private cremation or you can do um, group cremation. And that's kind of weird to me, but I mean, I get it. I get it. But, um, yeah, anyway, so they have all these cool things that you can, they little, you can make, take their ashes and you can get like photos and paw prints and all these other wonderful things. But Dr. Paul was just fantastic. He was awesome. He, he kept in contact with me every day, um, leading up to when we were going to have Megger, um, Across the Rainbow Bridge, he ex explained everything very well, written like via text. And then when he showed up, uh, when he came, he gave us time. He explained what was going to happen. Then he gave us time to, with Medgar before he did anything, just so that we could all say our goodbyes. And then he injected him with um, feel good stuff, like stuff to make him feel good, so he wouldn't feel the medicine and stuff. And he just doze off and go to sleep. And then when um, he did that. He let us have our our time, and he explained to us because we still have we have a, our other dog. He's still a puppy. He's six months old, Bastion. He um, he explained to us that it's important that once Megger passed, um, 
that we let him let the puppy smell around and roll on him and and like have that moment with him so that he he understands what kind what happens a little bit better so it helps with his processing of um of Megra not being there anymore so um, it was it was a lot better than going into the vet, a lot better than going into. I will only go into a vet again um, for like a situation like that is if like I have to like if it's an emergency situation for that because the it was so much more calming. Megger wasn't scared. Um, like I said, we had our time to say goodbye. We didn't have to, it wasn't cold at the vet. It's cold when we put, when I put Meg or, or Frederick, when he, when he crossed the rainbow bridge, we did it at the vet. And it was just very cold and very clinical and very, just not the way you want to see your, you know, loved ones. And yes, I'm going to say loved ones because my dogs are our loved ones. Um, it's not how you want to see them go. So I was grateful for the recommendation from Jordan and the process was fantastic considering he is really sweet and he does all sorts of animals not just dogs and cats he does like birds and farm animals too i believe if i can remember correctly i'll have his information up on um, online for the people that live in the indianapolis area um I really do suggest his services. They did they did fantastic. A part of me feels like there may be this underlying fear that I that I will try and then I won't finish again. Growing up, that's why I wanted because I, I wanted to be a daddy. Cause like I, I don't want my kids to feel how I feel. I'm Oliver Last Name, the creator of a book for people who love people. The book's designed to help us get closer to ourselves and the people around us. You see, healing comes in the form of vulnerability. But the problem is, vulnerability is often hidden. And I wanted to create a tool where we could heal together. And when they look at me, I want them to see me. Get your copy of a book for people who love people, Indie Volume 1 now. Available at fpwlp.com. Okay. Back at it. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. It's a slight somber uh, day because we are mourning the death of Medgar Kennedy. Medgar uh, came from the Anderson Humane Society, and he looked like his name was Frank. When I found him online, and um, I told Gabriel, I told Gabriel, I was like, he looks very smart, but we can't stick with Frank. Like, it makes me think of Benjamin Franklin, and I don't like that. So let's think of a different name. And at that time, Gabriel was obsessed with President Kennedy, and he wanted to name him Jack. And I was like, no. Mind you, Gabriel was only, let's see, he just turned 20 yesterday. What, what? Happy birthday, buddy. Um, he is Six. He was six when we got Medgar, and um, why he, how he knew President Kennedy went by Jack, I don't know. But um, I go, no, I don't want Jack. Jack's like a boring name. And he's like, what about? I go, we're not naming him John either. That's weird. That's a like superhuman name. And so 
he kind of gave up and I, I was like how about we name him Medgar after Medgar Evers and then the last name could be Kennedy after President Kennedy and so that's how we got to it because Medgar Evers is my favorite civil rights activist he was if nobody knows hey it's Black History Month I'm sure everybody knows but Meg Revers was shot in his driveway by Byron DeLa Beckwith while his whole entire family, his three daughters and wife, were at the dinner table waiting for him to walk in and have dinner with them. It took 30 years for his wife to get a, um, to get a, to go to court, not like the whole process of court and everything to get a final verdict at the Supreme Court and all that. It took 30 years and man. If that's not, you know, like that's, that's love. That's love. Um, so anyway, named him after him. My theory was maybe more people would ask, you know, it would, it would get people to talk a little bit more about, you know, what's going on without people feeling uh, nervous. It would provoke, oh, what, where'd you get the name Megger from? And then I'd explain. So it was a topic starter. A lot, of, you know, his name was a topic starter often and it in a non-threatening you know people were able to is able to open up the door for conversation in a non-threatening way so he did that he served that purpose as well as loving me but um that's how he got his name and that's how that's how he came to be and he was just the sweetest dog and i miss him miss my buddy megger um he loved going. We would go down. The, I mean, he just loved doing everything with us. So we go on bike rides. He'd ride. He'd run next to our bike down the Monon. We'd go far too. He got hit by a truck, like a whole. He got ran over, like. When I say a truck, I'm talking about those Ford trucks that have those big old extra. They have like those extra wheels on the back. You know what I'm talking about? Julie. What? Julie. With the, yeah. Um. He was just a puppy when that happened. He had, we lived in a busier part of Indianapolis and my ex had accidentally, when he went through the screen door, he, um, or the storm door, it didn't latch. So it looked like it was closed, but it wasn't closed. And Megger, the smart little dude he was, um, opened it out and, you know, free at last, free at last. <laughs> he took off and he took off headed towards um, College Avenue and 52nd Street. And they, that truck came around that curve right there, that bend right there on 52nd Street. And I mean, I saw it out of the rear view of my mirror because, you know, Rada being fast, he was running after him and so was Gabe. And then I got my car trying to get him and I saw it in my rear view mirror. They ran right over his back legs and um, didn't stop. They just kept going. And he hopped up. I was like, I felt like the world stopped for a moment because like it was the like, it would have made a gr great scene for a movie, in all honesty, because you see, you see it coming. Like you see it, you could, you could see it coming. You knew it was going to happen, because he was doing this little dance in the middle of the road. Because he saw he was stuck and he was going to get hit. He saw it, so he tried. He didn't. He saw me and he saw Rada in the alley with Gabe in the alley. So we all saw it happen, and he got hit. He hops up, looks at me, and I'm frozen. 
and he goes taken off towards Rada, runs past Rada. Like, I don't know how he ran because his whole back legs were like, I don't know how it was happening, but he ran like for a block and a half. Then he didn't realize he was hurt until he got up halfway up the stairs. And then he realized, like, and I obviously by that time, because I was driving, I obviously got back around the same time he got up the stairs. Like, I was trying to get him to stop as he was going through the door, but he just kept running. And finally, he gave up. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. And we threw him in Rada's car, and then um, we took him to the vet. And all he had, like his backsides, it broke his tail, like the tip of his tail was broken. And so the, his perfectly, perfectly cute little tail now had a, like a kink, like it had a little kink that went crooked and it felt weird to like hold on, like to touch. Cause you could tell the vertebrae were all jacked up. And then his legs, he had a, his um, like paw had gotten crushed or something. He had like 78 stitches. And, um, but man, he's a trooper <laughs> because he came back better than ever <laughs> and had all the best of friends in Broad Ripple and over by where we live now. So he lived a good life and I'm grateful for him. I thank God that I had my, had my buddy because he lived through a very tumultuous divorce with me. He went through um, some really heavy, other heavier, he went through all of my suicide attempts with me. Um, so yeah, like 14 years is a long time to have, you know, to have and to lose somebody. So thank you God for the time you've given me with my dog. And now I feel like I've had the opportunity to mourn him appropriately. I'll go cry once I leave here, y'all. <laughs> I will. I'm holding myself together because would you say fuck sad? Is that what you say, Sean? That's what he said. He said, but when I told him about my dog, he goes, fuck sad. <laughs> and when I read it, when you text me stuff like that, I read it in your voice with my chest poked out. I'm like, yeah, fuck sad. <laughs> and I was just sad that I needed that because it made, when he sent it to me, it made me laugh. I needed it at the time. But but anyway, yes, I'll cry when I get out of here. I got to keep the, the energy at somewhat of a certain level. Anyway, um, I also want to talk about we have elections coming up. And I think I'd be, you know, while we're headed into the election season, and I'm not necessarily going to talk about any of the candidates because that's not what this podcast is about. But I do want to talk about things that I think should be in the back of people's minds when you're looking at these candidates and doing and I'm, I'm encouraging you to do research and look things up beyond just what they're saying and really vote for what's important to it, what's important to you. I encourage people to look at our education system. It is lacking in so many different ways. And. <laughs> The most concerning way is that we have we have tons and tons and tons and tons of research that proves that children children don't all learn the same way. Yeah, our kids are being forced to go into an educational system that expects them to go in, sit down at a desk for six hours, you know, minus the time when they get to go to gym or recess, or if, depending on what kind of school they go to and sit still and fo be able to focus when and learn that way when that's not the natural way that humans learn in general. 
most people learn by doing and being active. And so I just encourage you to look at the different types of schools that are around, look at records like school educational records and things and different forms and different types of education. I'm not gonna stress which one I think is most important. I think we as parents should be allowed to pick and choose what we think type of education is best for our children. And um, I know some school systems do that, but it's not, it's, it's not different curriculum or different styles of teaching. It's the same style of teaching, it's the same curriculum, just different place. So, and some schools are just nicer than the others. But it's still the same thing. And I think that the world has evolved enough and the children are learning faster. Um, I think our education system needs a whole revamp all around. And so if I could just put it on y'all's hearts to do some research, we need to um, find ways to support our educational system as parents, but also provide our children the, with the appropriate types of learning. Some kids are good and successful at just sitting and listening to a, a teacher lecture. Other kids are not, but it doesn't mean they're not smart. Um, so, that's just something I want, I want you to be uh, considerate of. I also think you should look into um, the pharmaceuticals. Like, I mean, I know everybody, everybody is like, duh, but, and how they, um, the prices rise with the, how um, the pricing goes with inflation and um, not inflation. I know they're coming up with pretty soon um, they're gonna, it's, their regulation time is coming and um, they're gonna reset prices and they're probably gonna raise them. So I think you got, like that's something you guys need to look at as well, um, considering a lot of, um, of the greatest generation and our parents are starting to get older and needing more medications, they're about to hike them up even further. Because, um, and they don't necessarily have to. I'm not going to tell you all the information. I want you all to go research it yourself and how that, how that's determined, how they determine prices. Just go look to see how they determine the pharmaceutical prices and you'll see, you'll find out what I'm talking about. So I want to put that out there. Um, and it's birthday month. It's birthday month. I'm hype about birthday month. I think that's another thing that's keeping me keeping me kind of excited. Because even though I had a lot of fun last year for my 40th birthday, it wasn't quite everything I wanted it to be. Um, I was trying to please too many people for like location rather than just doing what I wanted, you know, what I wanted to do, considering it was my birthday. So, um, I have pretty much planned my birthday to where even if just three people are there, I'm not, I don't like a lot of people around anyway, but even if just three people show up, it's going to be fun and I'm going to be happy because I got the day off y'all and I didn't even ask for it off. So I'm real happy. And I got the day off before it too. So I'm having like a four day birthday weekend. I'm excited now that I thought about it. Cause I forgot. Ooh, I'm excited. That just makes us so much better. What can I get into? <gasps> you guys, that's the 23rd, 24th, and 25th. If y'all of February, if y'all can think of anything worth getting into for me to pamper myself, let me know. Hit me up on Facebook. I want to think of something different. I might go do a salt 
assault tank, a flotation tank. Getting feet done. Massage. I got kicked out of pedicures. I'm not allowed to get pedicures anymore. Why? Because my feet are so gnarly. Uh, <laughs> so they don't even let you come in. I call them cleat feet. Uh, you gotta go more often. Your bestie calls them troll feet. I told you it's because I've ran it. I've broken them all more than once. I've broken all of my toes. Too. More, they're crooked. They look like hammer toes. <laughs> I'm joking. I can go get them done. I will probably go get those done, get my nails done. Although, I found the cutest press-on nails that have, like, they're super cute. I'm probably going to just do that because they're <laughs> they're cute. I wasn't going to buy them, but um, Ozai's like, buy these butterflies, Mom, because it'll match your, your robe you're waiting on. And he knows about the robe. I won't shut up about this stupid robe. <laughs> I'm here. Everybody knows about this robe, Sean. Y'all, Sean has a clothing line. So you need to go support him. There would be a commercial, but he's been busy. Anyway, um, he has this kimono robe. You guys can't get it. I'm not going to give you the link until after mine arrives and I get to get my pictures in it. Okay. So then he has, on his website, there's this robe. It's a kimono robe. Um, and <laughs> I thought it was sunshine yellow-ish with green, emerald green type of forest green type of butterflies, right? Mind you, I wasn't reading the, the um, title of the description of what it was. And so I, my phone's messed up. It's a Pixel 6, and I guess they've been having issues with people's phones turning all green, like the backlight turns all green. So everything has an extra green tint to it, and it changes the colors of everything. One night, something in my head told me to ask them if that's what the colors were. And he goes, no, the butterflies are orange. And I'm seeing them as green or navy blue. And I'm like, oh, that changes like the whole outlook of what I had going on in my head for like the whole outfit, the whole outfit. Because now I ha I'm going to have to ask them to show it to me on like regular colors so I can see it. Because now I don't know what I'm going to do for the outfit, but I'm really excited about it. And I want it to come because you can do so much with the kimono, you guys. You can wear it out like normal, like outside, outside normal and fancy it up and make it look cool. Or you can make it look sexy and stay home with it. So I'm excited to get it because it's versatile. And it's that's something that I would keep for like a long time. And it has butterflies on it and it's colorful. So it's right up my alley and I'm super excited. Everybody's been hearing about it. And now you guys have heard about it. So I can probably shut up about it until I get my pictures taken. <laughs> He's not paying me for this either. So it's not an ad. I'm just really excited. I don't buy clothes for myself very often. So when I do get them, I get excited because I don't treat myself. I like it. What? Of course I made it. Right, of course. You made it and designed it. So. But I only make what I like, so. Interesting. That's true. I think that's the way we all are. Yeah. I'm about to Why make. Why would I make something I don't like? Mm. To please other people. If they're paying me. Only if they're paying you? Yeah. I. That's a lie. I know that's a lie. No, if they're like, hey, I, I want you to make this type of song if, with this if weird sound. somebody came to you 
I, that is the truth for the majority. But there, I know there's, for certain, there's one person that came to you and said, do this. You're like, okay. Not really. Yes, huh? Your daughter. <laughs> okay. That didn't... She, she, you, you. I would still steer her, you know, like, uh, are you sure you really want to do that? It's ugly or weird or. But you can't do that because that'd be taken away from her style preference. She's got good style. Because it's like yours. <laughs> She's like a little twin of him. She's a mix of me and her mom. <laughs> Definitely. But you chose her mom, too, so it's not like that's still part of your taste. True. <laughs> Very true. He would do whatever for her. Don't let him sit there and say, no, don't listen to him, y'all. He's smiling. You can't see it. He knows. She, he, she's got him wrapped around her finger. True. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. Still strict. I didn't see you weren't. You can be strict and still be spoiled. I'm, I'm my parents, my parents, even though they weren't emotionally there for me as much as I'd like and other things, we, if you listen to season one, you guys can catch up there. They are, they still spoiled to an extent. They still provide, like, those things they still provided for. Um, there was one other thing I wanted to talk about pertaining to birthday month. I have to make homemade cupcakes for birthday month. Uh, not homemade cupcakes. Ugh. Ice cream cupcakes for birthday month. So like miniature ice cream cakes. So it'll be, that'll be busy. And I'm going to, you guys, I need you to support me on TikTok. It's under 10, like the word 10, and then boom, smash together. It's, it's my nickname, 10 boom. Um, 17, I'm gonna start TikToking y'all. And we're gonna, I'm doing brackets. So you guys have to come, cause I need your support on this. I'm doing, I'm doing, what are these things called? One-liners? No, those are jokes. What's this, um, when you hit on somebody, what are, what's that called? I forget what that's called. One-liners. Are they? Yeah. No. You, yeah, it is. It's called one-liners? Yeah. No, I think there's another name for it. Picked up lines? Yes, that's what I was looking for. See, I knew, I knew Mr. Mingle would know. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be your name, like Mr. Wonderful on, um, Shark Tank. You're Mr. Mingle and he's Mr. Wonderful because he marries people. Yeah, no, no, he does not. He doesn't. He's not an officiant. <laughs> he does wedding services and stuff. Oh, I'm so sad. Okay, so we're gonna do. You have to come out and support me on my TikTok because I'm going to do the best. I'm gonna do a brackets of um, for March Madness, but instead of doing like basketball brackets, it's going to be brackets of the best pickups and come ons. <laughs> and so by the end of March Madness, like you will it down to the final one. You know, the final dance will be like out of all the different pickups and come on lines. It's gonna be. You guys are going to help me choose which one. And then maybe one day I'll go out and use them <laughs> and see, you know, because supposedly the doctor thinks that I need to go and just be mingling around. So we're going to, and this is how we're going to do it. But that's it, folks. Tune in next week when I pick back up, because I suspect um, 
I'm going to speak it into existence. And I want you all to pray for me that next week's not going to be as bad. And it's not going to. Um, oh, Jesus. Yes. Pray for me because it's the kid's birthday. <laughs> it's birthday weekend. It's party weekend. It's a bunch of kids running around at the movie theater weekend. What the heck was I thinking? It's, I was like, oh, it's going to be smooth sailing straight to my birthday. Oh, Oziah's birthday is next week. And grandma's coming. And I'm probably going to ask if the cousins can come too. So busy. Uh, yeah, but you know what? Somebody got in my butt about um, needing to be more scheduled and planned. So I scheduled and planned and everything's together. So I, it doesn't matter how busy I am anymore. I took a month off and I did what I was supposed to do. You recharged. <laughs> no, definitely didn't recharge, but I got some things in order because somebody let me know I was lacking. <laughs> so who that was. Huh? I don't know. Somebody who's very opinionated. Wouldn't be me. <laughs> no, because you said you're you're done giving your opinions because nobody, you know, nobody wants to take them. Yep. You're just gonna be out here living your best life. Yep. Being a yes man. No. <laughs> Being a no man. <laughs> well, I know about I, that too. I don't know. I don't want to know. Believe what you want to believe. Hmm. I believe the source. Anyway, thanks y'all for hanging out. It's gonna be a better day, I re or a better week. I even with having to ring in a bunch of youngins, and but we're going to the Ant-Man movie, so it'll be fun. I'm excited. It's only up from here. We're getting closer to warmer days, that which means sunshine, which means I'm just closer to the beach. That's it. That's all. This year, I'm gonna learn how to stand on the paddle board. I can't, my abs aren't strong enough to get up yet, but I can paddle on my knees fast. So that's my goal for the year is to be able to stand up. So y'all will catch me out at Eagle Creek practicing before I actually go out to like the Potomac and try to be a big girl. So we're going up y'all. Thanks for tuning in. 